Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brobble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've often talked about uh, how much of a pay-per-view buyer I am. Take that any way you want it. But I'll tell you how I take it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN on the planet. Global server network. All that good stuff. That's great. But a big, big reason why I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful is all the pay-per-views I buy. All the money we're spending. We're trying to control costs as a company, as a household. You can get those UFC pay-per-views at a fraction of the price you're paying here in America. Plus, you can get all kinds of great content that you wouldn't normally see thanks to those services as well. Shows that are on overseas services, things that you want to watch a little bit early so you get on that UK time and watch them. Being able to change the interfaces of things like the WWE Network, maybe you don't like Peacock, anything like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that ability while having the fastest VPN on the planet. Also, you just get so much more out of your internet experience with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Subscribe to, to Fight and AEW Plus. Watch AEW without commercials. Uh, watch Bare Knuckle Boxing. Watch UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views at the rates they're getting over in the UK. Change your virtual location with just one click. And hey, if you need any help using it, they got that 24-7 tech support. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. Fightful here with a name you know. You're going to be able to see him this Friday at Lone Star Shootout in Garland, Texas, just outside of Dallas. Uh, you can check it out uh, on, on New Japan. You can check it out on Fight, any number of places as well. We got Hikaleo, who's teaming with Phantasmo against Nelson and Isaacs, which sounds like a, a personal injury firm. How you doing, Hikaleo? 
Hey man, Sean, thank you for having me on here for the first time, man. It's good to be it's good to be here. Good to be getting when, with, uh this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you. I've never done an interview with you. New Japan was like, take a look who you want. And I was like, man, I've never interviewed Hikaleo. I gotta I gotta talk to Hikaleo. And man, your your career is soaring. I mean, you 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 and Phantasma, which is such a, a very unique pairing. I am so interested to learn like what you thought of that when it came about, how it came about, and and how it's working out so far. Because on paper, people are like, "What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, man. I think I was just as surprised as everyone else when um, after G one, the whole I, I don't know if everyone paid attention, but there was a backstage moment where uh, ELP was like looking for some friends, and my brothers came over and helped them up, and I was like, "Hey, what about me, man? We were we were tag team." <laughs> I think people forget this too is that we were tag team in um in England for Rev Pro during my excursion in 2019 over there. So that's how we first came about. And then uh when I saw that he was backstage with my brothers, you know, one thing led to another. I was like, he's actually the one that initiated it, initiated it. So uh man, I, if you know ELP already, you know he's a hoot, man. He's a, he's he is he's a real one over there. I hear he's a party animal over there too. He is, man, but he keeps it. Every time I've gone out with him, I don't really remember what happens later. But he, <laughs> but he does. He does. Uh, but for me, I wait till the end of the tour to do all the partying, and I try to focus on the matches. But him, man, that's ELP, the guy you see in front of you on TV, on social media. That's him behind all that, too, man. And uh, it's great to have him because he's, I think we're polar opposites, but we mesh well in the ring together. I remember you you got your start in in New Japan and just like right as you were getting the wheels rolling and all that you ended up having to miss a year you had that ACL injury. How has that been for you to overcome especially a guy as as tall as you? Your wheels are very very important to you. What was that that process like because I mean you missed almost like right at a year and you came back and obviously you've done the best stuff you've ever done since then. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, man, that was Physically, I've dealt with it before. Um, I tore my left ACL in 2013 for college basketball. So I was I knew the rehab and all that was going to be good, but it was just the mental part of it, man. Just being out, you know, you're riding this momentum in wrestling like how everyone else does. And then just to be cut off, you know, it was a house show. It was a house show. And I last second decided to jump instead of just do a regular splash in the corner. And my knee didn't twist with my body and it just crunched up. And, uh, you know, it, it took a mental toll on me just to come back. But I think with the support of both my brothers and New Japan, and of course, you know, Rocky was there too, of getting me to go to the LA dojo after and to get me into ring shape there, going through Shibata's training, which was really, really good. Um, it helped break through the physical barriers and the the mental barriers, man. It, it was really, really taxing that, that whole year I was gone because – you think you're finding yourself in the ring, you start finding, even though I was a young line and all that, a young gun, um, just to have your feet pulled from you uh, in a way. But I think everything happens for a reason. I was able to learn on the Shibata and uh, come back, you know, what I think better than I was before. So, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah, and I mean, we were talking about your your tag match at Lone Star Shootout, but I mean, this year you've done, in my opinion, your, your best singles work as well. Like between... Matches with Jay White, with Shota, with Yoda. I mean, like you've had 
I, I think some really, really great singles matches. How have you felt in there? Because I mean, in new Japan, you will quickly go from working a bunch of singles matches in a row to maybe you're in an eight man tag. Maybe you're in a tag match. Like you get like the full plate there. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I absolutely loved it. I love the G one so much. Um, it's a huge learning curve, man. When you have that many singles matches in that short span of time against that high caliber of talent, you have no choice but to learn and to get better. And I think with each match um, leading up to the finals or to the semifinals, I just kept learning. But like you said before, I had Jay as well in the very beginning of this year. Um, you know, working with Jay as well, man, the last, what was it, six months before he left? Man, he is a genius in that ring. Um, love working with him. I think that's where I, the slingshot happened there. Is like I learned about in the ring stuff, but also learned about myself as a as a big man. You know, he was guiding me when I was in Bullet Club. Like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. And then, you know, for, unfortunately, when the tables turned, I used that against him. But <laughs> yeah, man, it's just been a huge learning curve this year. And you know, thank you for the compliment. It just got to keep moving forward from it man it's I, I love it so much that loser leaves japan match was so intriguing and it was intriguing besides the feud for obvious reasons there were rumors that wwe was interested in you and you and and tama and there were rumors about jay white going anywhere and everywhere and obviously we know what happened there but that added an awful lot of intrigue to it as well how was that for you with your name was in the news. Jay's name was in the news. And sincerely, a lot of people just didn't know what the hell was going to happen. And usually in those types of matches, everybody has a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. And that wasn't the case here. Yeah, no. Um, I think it was you guys who broke the news first that they had yeah. interest in us and in, in me and my brother. And um, and he he did confirm to us. He's like, yeah, I did. I did speak with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was true. Uh, but I think it just added more value to the match. You know, everyone's thinking uh, who's going to win. Everyone kind of had their idea of who was going to win, who was going to lose. But the fact that I think it was right after that he, Jay announced the loser leaves match. The next day we were getting ready to leave back home from Tokyo. And I was sitting in my bed, bags packed on my phone. And then Tama texts me. He's like, you see the internet? And I was like, I don't want to see the internet right now, man. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, just, just open it real quick. And I look at it and I'm just, my notification is blowing up. And I was like, damn, did I drink too much and tell somebody? What the hell's going on last night? And so, uh, but yeah, I, mean, I think that with you guys reporting it, it just added more, um, how do you say it, more wager to the to the sure. match itself and kept everyone guessing what was really going to happen. So I think that was a, a great addition to that. I mean, I, I can be transparent now. WWE sources told me that. Like they were they were very excited about the possibility of landing Switchblade, Jay White, Hikaleo, <laughs> uh, Tama, and Tonga. Like and in the end, they got none of them and added a bunch of intrigue to a match between a New Japan guy and an eventual AEW guy in a New Japan ring. What do you think happened there? I mean, Thomas said that you know he felt loyalty there, and you know, some things changed with WWE, which we kind of know about. They were headed towards a merger. They weren't. They weren't bringing anybody in at that point. Like for nine months, they didn't bring anybody in. But how were you feeling at that point? Yeah, uh, like you said, like Thomas said, um, just the communication and a lot of factors 
we were weighing it out. Um, we talked about it for a while too. Uh, it was just a lot of things. It wasn't quite the right time yet. Not sure if there ever be a right time, but uh, sure. Yeah, it was just a lot of factors at that time didn't play out how we thought it would, and so we just, like I said, there's loyalty, uh, there's trust that you build with uh, with New Japan or with any company, and you don't want to break that off of just, you know, let's just jump right now while something seems good. But yeah, it just kind of just fell through, and uh, you know, we're we're where we're supposed to be right now. And when I would I would talk to sources from New Japan. I'd be like, well, I mean, when you know that somebody like that has interest from WWE or talks to them, are there any issues? And they're like, no, we expect everybody to get interest from WWE because we're really good at helping cultivate these stars and highlighting them in a good way. And they're very good. So we expect them to have interest. And that's kind of something that Thomas said. He's like, man, they've been loyal to us throughout everything. Every few years, WWE rumors pop up about us and they still treat us really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to what you said, how I got injured, um, I also got injured when I first started the dojo. I had fractured my wrist and I was struggling through all the workouts. I was one of the last ones to finish everything. Usually when that happens, they'll cut you. They'll fire you within the same week. Uh, but they had like a lot of faith. Um, they just want to see me out, see how we did. And so just for those two reasons alone, plus, you know, what they did to help my, my father and our whole family in general, it's just, we can't be quick to make, you know, decisions off of, you know, money right away. It's just, you got to weigh things out a little bit. You've also uh, had some experience working with impact, which is now TNA again. And I just talked to Rocky like literally minutes ago about sort of repairing that relationship and all that. So you did the spots in 2021. And then I know you went back in 2022 to do some more. How was that for you? Cause I mean, it seems like everybody that I talked to there liked you an awful lot, thought that you did good work there. And obviously it showed because they brought you this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back the next year. Oh, man. I absolutely love Impact TNA. I love this so much. The back, the backstage, everyone is great. Um, it's a great locker room. Great locker room, man. There's no stress over there. It's just a stress you put on yourself to make a great match. And even then, you know, there's no, from my standpoint of view, there wasn't any politics. You're just going out there and you're just trying to put on a great show together. Everyone from the first match to the last match, you're not stepping on anyone's toes. You hit your times, do certain stuff that no one else is doing. I loved it, man. I'm hoping with these uh, strong tag open weight championships that we can go to other companies like Impact or EW or any other company in the United States because I, you know, strong that's based here in the States. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we can go back there. Uh, Rocky, if you're listening after this weekend, after we win them again, hit me an EOP up. We're ready to go over there. Now, I, ELP and yourself also obviously ch- chasing tag titles. Are you still chasing singles titles as well? Because that is a unique opportunity that New Japan provides where you aren't pigeonholed into one thing. Like it could be six man tag singles, like we spoke about earlier. Uh, right now, I think for me personally, I want to get better as a tag team wrestler. Um, okay. Like I said, I haven't done tag or specifically a two man tag since 2019 with ELP. So I want to make as much of a moment, uh, memories, or make this a better outcome as, sorry, make this as best of an outcome as we could. Uh, I think the singles will always be there. Um, we'll see how far we can take this. And yeah, that's the eventual goal is just to keep these titles, but you know, try to get into that um, the talk of the IWGP tag team titles as well. I mentioned you going over to uh, Impact, but I mean, also, you you were in you did a spot for AEW and had like it was a really killer like ten man tag match out, out of nowhere. Like it, that was that was uh, <laughs> just it, oh, and the the number of people that were featured in that match. It's like okay, they it's like they just threw a dartboard at a wall, and then the results were okay. That was fun. <laughs> what was that experience like? Oh man, that's that's started before the match too. Is this gonna be on? Yeah. Uh, not sure how much sure I can share, but we had just got done with a strong championship or a strong show out in LA. Yeah. I think it was LA or Philly, one of those two. Flew home and that night, and I'm grabbing dinner, and I get a call from off like, "Hey, you know, can you fly out to LA?" And I was like, "For what?" And he's like, "For for AEW, they need they need a, a Bullet Club member." And I was like, when? Like next week? He's like, no, tonight or tomorrow morning. I was like, what the hell? I was like, <laughs> all right, sure, man, let's go. Ended up being a great time, man. Um, I'm trying to remember. This is the one with, um, was it Darby? Undisputed Elite. Yeah, and Darby and uh, Jurassic Express and Hardy yeah. and Christian. The most random ass group. Yeah. Man, that was like... Man, working with those guys was amazing. Just be working with Kristen, Christian, and um, Matt Hardy as well. Just when I was in that ring, I was like, wow, this is stuff I used to watch as a kid. Like these two right here. Um, yeah, that, that so match awesome. had all my, all my friends were tagging, huh? 
that match, like when you look at like great teams, factions, it had members of Bullet Club, Young Bucks, Undisputed Era, Elite, Ma- you know, the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, like members from all that, Jurassic Express. Like it was a real amalgamation. And what I loved about it was because they put a Bullet Club member in, I felt like it added a little bit more credibility to the Undisputed Elite stuff where, you know, Adam Cole had been in Bullet Club, but he started Undisputed Era. And he was teaming with Young Bucks, who never really got, you know, booted out of Bullet Club. It added a lot because I've always loved that. Well, one day I could just see the the Bullet Club all just giving a group hug and then screwing up everybody else in wrestling. Like they could all just be like, all 40 of us are going to run over everybody now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I love that stuff. I love that. Uh, I, I think that's a really great dynamic. But Gorilla's a destiny. I mean, you could argue that that's the real OG Bullet Club. Like, there's there's not many people that have more of a right to that term in in you know spiritual succession than the Gorilla's a destiny. Yeah, and I think we have the the heart and soul of it. Uh, Tomatonga leading our way too, yeah. man. He was. You know, he was like the, if you look at it, everyone was always calling him the leader. And I think that's, you know, when Jay kicked him out, I think Jay felt kind of way like, all right, now it's my group. Now it's my group. But I think with Gorilla's Destiny, we're always going to have that that interlock, that tie up with Bullet Club because of how deep we ran with it. And Tama being the OG of it, him and Tongaloa, you know, EOP was a champion, the junior tag champion with, uh, what's his name? Ishimori in it. There's a, there's a lot yeah. of history, you know. I came up. That's how I started in New Japan was starting in Bullet Club, and I think there's always going to be a tie-in with us and Bullet Club, the War Dogs, whoever you call it now. And then even with the finale right now with me and Jay uh, finishing him off in uh, Japan, there's always going to be history between God and Bullet Club. I love that history, and what I love about the history is there's there's natural feud, there's natural inquisition as to what happens if they ever mend fences? You know what I mean? Like there's so much history there that, and, and there's so much history between God bullet club and really everybody and every company in wrestling to where re- if you make wrestling history, like WWE or AEW or new Japan history, there are natural feuds forever for everybody who has ever been involved in either one of these groups. And I mean, that's that's pretty good to be able to play off of. Then you add Phantasmo, and it's just this complete wild card to everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, having El, El Phantasmo, man, he is not only an amazing performer, but he's also a genius in, in the ring and outside of the ring. But the stuff he says, too, it's just like, oh, that makes sense. We can try that. But he just adds a whole new dynamic to it. Um, I think something that... We haven't seen him, not only Bullet Club, but in G.O.D. as well. So lucky to have him. I'm lucky to be partnering up with him again for this for this pay-per-view this weekend. Yeah, it's it's a great card. I was just talking to Rocky and I, we had talked about like a potential super show, you know, like of every company. And then I'm like, well, this is really just missing MLW. That's really it. And New Japan has a relationship with MLW already. Yeah, because. There are AEW, ROH, TNA, New Japan, Stardom wrestlers, CMLL wrestlers on this show Friday in Texas at Lone Star Shootout. Every almost every non WWE company is yeah. represented. It's insane how how far the bridges have been rebuilt in wrestling. 
Yeah, man. It's what they've done with Newsman Strong and the like the bridges that we've built. I hope, you know, it, it continues. And you know, even if you want to throw WWE in the mix too, you know, it's just I think it's great for for business. I think it's great for the boys and the girls. It's it's a win-win for everybody. The fans too, they get to see matchups that they never thought they'd get to see, dream matches. Um yeah, I think it's a win-win for every single person involved. How was strong for you? Because I, I love I during the pandemic, especially, man, strong was one of my favorite things to watch. And also it sort of accelerated accelerated that United States integration for New Japan. Like it sort of forced a brand split for them because of where people were located. And like I was talking about with Rocky, you had Fred Rosser completely change his life over there. And you did a lot of work with him as well. How was the strong experience uh, for you during that period? Man, it was, especially especially during those first couple months with the no fans, it was really tough. It felt like an actual fight in the ring. Like, legit, we were just beating each other the heck up. Like you said, Fred Rosser, too, when we had the no disqualification match or outside anywhere match, it was just, it was different, man. It was, you can feel it. It was totally different from a New Japan match. But in a way, it still had that spirit, the fighting spirit in there. And... um I think that helped bring a lot of eyes to a lot of wrestlers that are based in the U.S. that are part of the um, New Japan system as well. And I think that helped bring guys over as well that didn't have a chance. Like, if you remember last year's G1, it brought in Tom Lawler. It brought in Royce from um, Team Filthy. Uh, And then even this past July 4th, they brought in um, more guys. Kratos, they brought in Kratos. Yep. Um, it's given more opportunity to more guys to have a chance, you know, and I think that was great. It is great. It still is great. And it just, like you said, it's just big melting pot that we get to have a chance to work with other guys from this wide variety of companies. It was like one week you'd face Brody King, the next week it's TJP, the next week there's Big Demo showing up, like Fred Ye High, like, all yeah. shapes, sizes, experience levels, places they've been from. And then it, then like even last year, they're like, oh, well, Tanahashi's coming over for a little bit too. It was it was everything. It's it's what I thought New Japan could really benefit from was, was strong. It was, I don't want to call it their NXT, but it was sort of like that where you would have everybody there, but it wasn't necessarily a developmental because you had top stars all over it all the time as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you you nailed it right there that's exactly how it was especially whenever um a japanese wrestler would come over uh i remember nagata and kojima came over during the no crowd shows and people were just going ecstatic the boys were going crazy for them backstage and then when okada came over when we started having (laughs) the uh the fan shows man it was just it was special, man. It still is special. I wish it was running a little bit more. I wish we had the, I think it was like monthly back then. We were having a lot of shows. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm i glad it's still going. And hopefully it goes on forever, you know, as long as New Japan. Lone Star Shootout this Friday. I encourage you guys to check it out. Hikaleo and Fantasmo against Nelson and Isaacs, who again, I repeat, sound like if you are in a car wreck, you should call them. And uh, 
<laughs> oh man, don't let EOP hear this. He's gonna bring up man, he's gonna say something nice or make up some cool merch for this. I love it. I this love it. Yeah. I can't wait to do this again, Hikaleo. Good luck this Friday. Oh, Sean, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. It's been great. Uh, I look forward to it. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Until next time. Indeed. Until next time, guys. We're out.